Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Small Worlds Podcast, designed to explore frameworks of love, purpose, and connection. Isn't it funny we can make a lot of money, buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly? I was yay high and muddy, looking for what was looking for me. 2009, track number 12, right off of Mac Miller's album, Swimming. What's good, homies? Whoever is out there listening right now, I welcome you. Welcome you back if you're returning, and I welcome you here if this is your first time here. What's good? My name is Yanni, and if you're listening to this with someone else, well, damn, I appreciate that. But yo, if it's just if it's just you, well, hey, we get a little one-on-one together right now. On the second episode of Small World, I want to talk about love again. We're going to be talking about love a lot, but particularly today within the confines of the mundane. If you don't know what the mundane is, well, the internet defines it as ordinary or common. Hey, but before you start to think that that sounds boring, I'm here to fight for the mundane right now, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And by we, I mean me. While you sit back and just chill. Shelter in place and this pandemic has brought upon us a forceful invitation to the mundane. Many of us are working from home, partying from home, existing from home, exercising from home. Everything's from home. It's indoors, indoors, indoors. And during the early months of living by myself during this pandemic, I found myself impatiently waiting, thinking that this was going to go by quickly in maybe one or two months if everyone kept their chill. And yet, I've been living alone for more than half a year now. So let's call love back into this discussion. What is it that we're really waiting for after all of this is uplifted? Is it to give our best friends a hug, a kiss, to go eat at your favorite restaurant? Is it to finally just go outside and not wear a mask? Now thinking about the lyric from 2009, what is it that Mac was looking for that was looking for him? Whatever you all are thinking, I can guarantee you that love is always looking for us. So what I'm going to do is actually take you through my mundane daily routine that I've been doing since I moved into my solo apartment in June of this year. But to rope you into this story, I want you to think about what is it exactly we romanticize love to look like. I want you to tap into the cheesiest and corniest love song, the most ridiculous movie about love you can think about, So while you ponder that question, let's get into it. I essentially work a nine to five job Monday through Friday. And Monday through Friday, I wake up voluntarily at 6.30 a.m. Yes, it's dark outside. Yes, I'm wondering why I decided to set my alarm this damn early. So for the past couple of months, I have been going on morning swims in the ocean. To be more specific, I swim with the seals in the morning. I like to think of it more as a meditative practice than a morning workout. 
I swim in the freezing cold water for around 30 to 35 minutes and complete a distance of around one mile. After my swims, I also walk a mile back home, which is a continuation of the morning meditation. Now you're probably thinking, Yanni, what the hell? You must be so tired. Why don't you just take the bus home? Like, why are you, why did you swim in the morning in the first place? And my gut response to that is no one can take that decision away from me to wake up early, to get my grind in, because no matter what happens for the rest of the day, whether the workday goes bad or I take an L at some point during the day, no one can take away the glorious victory of getting my butt out of bed when the world didn't ask me to. When I arrive home, I take the hottest shower because why not? and eventually transition into making my pour-over coffee. The beauty and art of the pour-over is that it can't be rushed. You are surrendering your time to watching that coffee drip, drip, drip. And at this point, we are at the largest time consumer of my Monday through Friday, which is work. No special details here. Just know that throughout the entirety of my workday, I'm playing my favorite music. Yes, that includes Mac Miller. As we look to close the day, I go on an afternoon run for about four miles, usually either to the Palace of Fine Arts or to the Giants Stadium. Note, I do not run four mile loops. I run exactly four miles out and guess what? I walk the four miles back. Okay, you might be thinking, why wouldn't you just run in a circle? Isn't four miles back just going to take you hella long? And after knowing myself, my response to that would be, what's the rush? If you all had the opportunity to check out episode one, I brought up the idea of many people, including myself, having the urgency to fill voids of silence and nothingness. To top it all off, I usually just air fry the same meal from Trader Joe's and finish the day by playing Fortnite with my brothers. I usually head to bed between 9 to 10 p.m. just to do it all over again. So again, what do we romanticize love to look like, excitement to look like, a thrilling and fulfilling life to look like? If you didn't know already, I find love in every pocket and every second of that routine. In a society where we're constantly yearning for change, and there's no doubt change is the only thing that is promised day to day, I believe too much change that happens too quickly is an invitation to the erasure of oneself. When you're constantly looking towards what's next, you're not looking at what's now. And when I look at the life of Mac Miller, and I think about the pandemic that we live in. He laid down the line in his own song, Brand Name, that he did not want to join the 27 Club. And this god died at the age of 26. When I think about his album, Swimming, I see an artistic piece of resurrection, of redemption, of consciousness, and love, love for himself a piece that is solely about his spirit and his life that he opens for the world to see. And nearly a month later, he had to leave this earth. 
And if you're looking for something super meta cognitive, the first track off his album, Swimming, is entitled Come Back to Earth. And he opens up talking about his own regrets. So what is it that we romanticize love to look like, to feel like, to sound like, to taste like? When you look at a general timeline of Max music and his life no one album is the same his earlier albums embody a sense of adolescence recklessness and fun transitioning into a deep era of drugs and alcohol and addiction to slowly find love not only within himself but in the women that have supported him in his life to bring us to swimming, where I sit and connect with a mirror image of self-consciousness caught in between a life that the world tells me I should desire and a life where I'm fulfilled to understand that less is more. Before this pandemic, I spent so much money on clothes. To be extra specific, I spent money on shoes. During that period, I always had an itch to spend money, no matter what. It just felt so good. And now that I'm in a place of deeper reflection, there's no doubt these are just capitalist powers doing what they're designed to do. In bridging this timeline of Mac with where I'm currently at in life, to the larger picture of living and existing in a world for many of us who love to go out and spend money on things we don't necessarily need. Many of us may have asked ourselves, what do we do with all this nothingness? And only speaking from my perspective, I have everything I need right here. When you think that this pandemic and the world took everything you love away from you, I want you to really sit in silence for this next moment and to intentionally think about what has continued to remain. It might not be large in quantity, but I guarantee you it has a depth that you could have never imagined. It has been here before the pandemic and will remain here long after. I saw this post while scrolling through Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and it said, When everything is uncertain, everything that's important becomes clear. When we're no longer distracted by waiting for this romanticized ideology of love, many of us may start to realize that we had the choice to see love present in our everyday, in the most mundane things, whether it be eating another old plain banana for breakfast in the morning, listening to Channel Orange by Frank Ocean for the 232nd time, or slipping on the same shorts you've worn since the beginning of the week. Okay, I totally just outed myself, but I really hope you get the point here. Yes, these things may seem convenient, and yes, these things may seem super accessible, but hey, why can't love be those two things? Why does it have to be this thing we wait endlessly for, an indefinite amount of time for? 
when we could choose to hold on to it and manifest it every day. I'm not here to tell you this is an easy feat. I'm still working through it, but I'm finally at a point of self-realization where I look at love and I thank her for always being there ready to hold me. Life is going to continue to push you, to distract you from love, to make you believe that this pandemic holds nothing but nothingness for us until it's all quote-unquote over. How long are you going to choose to wait to allow love into your life, to holistically appreciate all that is your mundane routine? And as Mac Miller puts it, all I ever want is what I need. My name is Yanni. And I'll catch you next time on Small Worlds Podcast. Peace.